This is a Native Women's History Highlight, where throughout March, we're honoring Native American women who have made positive contributions to U.S. history. Today's highlight is Elizabeth Paratrovich, who lived 1911 to 1958, and was a civil rights activist who fought to achieve equality for Alaska Natives. Born in Petersburg, Alaska, Elizabeth grew up embracing her ancestors' traditions and learning the history of the Tlingit people. She spent time with her family, catching salmon, gathering berries, learning Tlingit ceremonies and stories, and speaking the tribal language. As a child, Elizabeth spent time with her father, attending meetings of the Alaska Native Brotherhood and the Alaska Native Sisterhood Grand Camp, the oldest known indigenous people's civil rights organizations in the world at the time. Raised in the Alaska Native activism community, she had knowledge of the work being done to advance and support the rights of Native peoples. After her marriage to Roy Paratrovich, Elizabeth joined the Alaska Native Sisterhood, ANS, and Roy joined the Alaska Native Brotherhood, ANB. During the 1930s and 40s, these organizations focused on citizenship rights, including voting, cultural recovery, and land claims, and they persistently lobbied the federal government for change. Their efforts proved successful, and the Indian Reorganization Act was amended to allow Alaska Native villages to organize their tribal governments in what was known as the Tlingit Haida Jurisdictional Act of 1935. When the Paratroviches started looking for a house to rent in Juneau, they were turned away from several properties simply for being indigenous. They encountered numerous signs reading, no natives allowed, no dogs, no natives. We cater to white trade only. They were told their children were not allowed to attend school with white children, and they had to attend a separate school for minority children. Elizabeth met with the school district superintendent and persuaded him to admit her children. It's not known what she said, although it's believed she mentioned that she and her husband paid school taxes. And Roy Paratrovich Jr. was the first Alaska Native child to attend the school intended for white children only in Juneau. After the Paratroviches saw a no native sign on the Douglas Inn, Elizabeth and Roy Sr. wrote a letter to Governor Ernest Gruning asking him to remove the signs and help them gain equal access. By this point, Elizabeth was the grand president of the ANS and Roy was Grand Camp President of the ANB, so they were experienced with lobbying campaigns. Gruning worked with territorial representatives and the Paratroviches to draft an anti-discrimination bill and sent it to the Alaska Territorial Legislature in 1943. The bill passed the House, but was defeated in the Senate. The Paratroviches did not give up, and Elizabeth worked with Governor Gruning to get a bill to the legislature again. She flew to various cities and villages in Alaska to get people to vote and to run for office, inspiring three Native men to run for the Territorial House of Representatives and win. When the Territorial Legislature reviewed the anti-discrimination bill again in 1945, Elizabeth and her husband listened to the House and then the Senate debate. A Territorial Senator from Juneau, Alan Shatak, said, Far from being brought closer together, which will result from this bill, the races should be kept further apart. Who are these people, barely out of savagery, who want to associate with us whites with 5,000 years of recorded civilization behind us? Other senators made their remarks, and when public comment was invited at the end, Elizabeth Paratrovich stood and said, I would not have expected that I, who am barely out of savagery, would have to remind gentlemen with 5,000 years of recorded civilization behind them of our Bill of Rights. She spoke about the inequities and racism her family had experienced and their inability to get housing and equal education because they were indigenous. When she finished, 
Senator Shattuck asked her if she believed the proposed bill would eliminate discrimination. She responded, Do your laws against larceny and even murder prevent those crimes? No law will eliminate crimes. But at least you, as legislators, can assert to the world that you recognize the evil of the present situation and speak your intent to help us overcome discrimination. The Alaska Territorial Legislature passed House Bill 14, Chapter 2, Anti-Discrimination Act. Governor Gruning signed the bill into law on February 16, 1945, 14 years before Alaska became a state. It was the United States' first anti-discrimination bill. In 1988, Alaska Governor Steve Cooper established Elizabeth Parachovich Day on April 21st in remembrance of her commitment to bringing racial equality to Alaska. The date of the celebration was changed the following year to February 16th, the day the bill was signed. In 1992, Gallery B in the House Legislature of the Alaska State Capitol was named the Elizabeth Parachovich Gallery. You can find Elizabeth memorialized in bronze along with her husband, at the Smithsonian's National Museum of the American Indian. Elizabeth was a pioneering civil rights activist, leading the charge for equity among all peoples of the U.S. and paving the way for other indigenous women to be heard and become leaders. <laughs>